Hello and welcome to Sundry Hypes, your daily dose of trending topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Julia. Today, we'll be discussing the hotly debated topic of deplatforming, in light of Tucker Carlson's recent departure from Fox News and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's stance on the issue. Deplatforming, the act of removing a person from a social media platform or media outlet, has been gaining more attention in recent years due to its contentious nature. Some argue that deplatforming can be an effective tool in shutting down hate speech and harmful ideologies, while others claim it violates freedom of speech and can be a slippery slope towards censorship. We'll be exploring both sides of the issue and examining how it plays out in the deplatforming of Tucker Carlson. So, let's dive in. The ethics of deplatforming is a complex issue with arguments on both sides. On one hand, deplatforming can be viewed as a violation of freedom of speech, as it can prevent individuals from expressing their views on a platform that has a large audience. However, it's important to note that freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. Social media platforms and media outlets have the right to enforce their own rules and policies, which can include the removal of accounts or individuals that violate their terms of use. That's true, but what about the impact on marginalized groups? Some argue that deplatforming can protect them from harmful and discriminatory language. What do you think? Absolutely. It can be argued that allowing individuals to spread hate speech and other harmful ideologies can have a direct impact on the well-being and safety of marginalized groups. In a way, Deplatforming can be seen as a way to protect certain individuals' freedom of speech by ensuring that other groups aren't silenced or oppressed. So, it seems like there's a balancing act that needs to take place between protecting freedom of speech and ensuring that harmful ideologies are not given a platform. Definitely, and it's not always an easy decision to make. Social media companies and media outlets have to weigh the potential impact of deplatforming with the importance of upholding their own rules and ethics. And, there's always a risk of censorship and the silencing of potentially beneficial viewpoints. It's clear that the ethics of deplatforming touches on many important issues, and it will continue to be a contentious topic in the years to come. Moving on to the second aspect of deplatforming, it's important to examine the power dynamics at play when it comes to deciding who gets deplatformed. Right. Social media companies and media outlets have a lot of power in deciding who can and cannot express their views on their platforms. And there's also the question of political figures who can use their own power to put pressure on these companies to deplatform certain individuals or groups. That's true. But should politicians have that kind of power over social media companies and their policies? It's a tricky question because on one hand, politicians do have a duty to protect the well-being and safety of their constituents. But on the other hand, interfering with social media companies' policies can be seen as a violation of their autonomy and ethics. And what about the influence of money and advertisers? It's not uncommon for deplatforming decisions to be influenced by advertisers who don't want their ads to be associated with certain individuals or ideologies. Yes. Money and advertisers can definitely play a role in these decisions. Some argue that these powerful interests should not have such a significant say in determining who has a voice on social media and in the media. It's clear that the power dynamics involved in deplatforming are complex and multifaceted. 
It's not just a matter of protecting freedom of speech or promoting ethics, but also the influence of politics and money that come into play. And we need to examine all of these factors in order to understand how deplatforming affects our society as a whole. Our third and final aspect of deplatforming is its effectiveness in combating hate speech and other harmful ideologies. Deplatforming is often used as a tool to combat hate speech and other harmful ideologies, like white nationalism or anti-Semitism. But is it actually effective? That's a good question. Some argue that deplatforming can drive extremist groups underground, making them harder to monitor and potentially more dangerous. Others argue that deplatforming can actually increase the visibility of these groups and their ideas, leading to a Streisand effect. But on the other hand, there is evidence that deplatforming can be effective in reducing the spread of hate speech and other harmful ideologies. Studies have shown that deplatforming can limit the reach and influence of extremist groups. It's worth noting that deplatforming is not a one-size-fits-all solution. It may work better for some individuals or groups than others, and it's important to consider the specific context and circumstances of each case. Agreed. And it's also important to consider alternative measures, like counter-speech and education, which can be used in conjunction with deplatforming to reduce the spread of harmful ideologies. Ultimately, the effectiveness of deplatforming in combating hate speech and harmful ideologies is still up for debate. More research and analysis is needed to fully understand its impact. And it's important for social media companies and media outlets to weigh the potential effects of deplatforming against the importance of protecting free speech and allowing for diverse perspectives. Exactly. It's a balancing act that requires careful consideration and analysis. And with that, we conclude our discussion on deplatforming, in light of Tucker Carlson's recent departure from Fox News and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's stance on the issue. We hope that this episode has provided you with a balanced and critical view of deplatforming and the various aspects that are involved. Don't forget to tune in to Sundry Hypes again for more engaging and informative discussions about current events and trending topics. And as always, thank you for listening.